If I get too loud, let me know because I talk I loud will, sometimes. I will. I will. Everyone. How are good Dutch Bros? This, <laughs> Kayla. When when <laughs> people are quiet on there, Kayla will be like, "You need to tell them." Like Jordan used to talk really quiet, mm-hmm. and then as time went on, Jordan got really comfortable with everything. Okay, I'm comfortable. I'm so ready for this. Jordan's gonna be proud. I hope so. Well, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Guest House Podcast. We have probably the most one of the most requested, asked about guests to ever be on here. And it's me. Yes, <laughs> yeah, people don't know who me is. Okay, this is Karina Coyle. Yeah, Coyle. it's a different. You didn't know my last new, name. It's a new last name, <laughs> newly uh, given last name. Married gal. I know. Married for two months now. Um. Yeah, it'll be three months on the day after Christmas. Oh, so it's like a a, a fun after Christmas present. Yes. That's so, so awesome. Fun. Well, Karina is. I've talked about her in past episodes karina is the one who trained me at dutch mm-hmm. and karina's been at dutch for a little uh, over eight years oh yeah. i was gonna say five. Oh wow so eight years so what brought you i guess what initially brought you to dutch because were you there when were you were part of dutch when they were hiring younger like mm-hmm. yeah i was 16 um so i was lifeguarding at the time mm-hmm. and it was like right when dutch the first dutch bros on madison opened up um in our area and i had driven through they used to do this thing called t-shirt tuesdays where okay. they would give you you'd buy like a kicker or uh, like a nice kicker and then they'd give you a t-shirt oh and it was like extra large heck? like never fit me but i would still go like every tuesday and get this t-shirt so was it just like extra stuff they had they were just like take his i don't even know to be honest it was just like a white t-shirt that had dutch bros on it so oh. I don't know if they were from, like, corporate or what, if they were, like, leftover from their grand opening <laughs> or what. Who knows? But, yeah, they had T-shirt Tuesday, so I went through, and I got a kicker. And I had another lifeguard friend that mm-hmm. was working there at the time. And I went through to visit him. And Steve was actually at the window. Yeah, because um, they used my to work franchisee. Yeah. So he was at the window and was just like, do you want a job? And I was huh? like, oh, sure. And he was like, pull over and, like, let's chat for a minute. So I pulled it over and parked and... He was like, you're hired. Um, here's a manifesto, which is like what our training packet is nowadays. And he's like, be um, at our new location tomorrow morning at like 8 a.m. and memorize this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so intense. I was just like hired at the spot on the window. It was really cool. Um, yeah. So that's how I got started. I was 16 and in high school, about to start my, I think, sophomore year. Or, yeah, I think about sophomore year. And one of the most desired places for yeah like i didn't even too. know really what dutch bros was like when i got hired so it was new to yeah. our area but yeah I'm i glad i did i never personally never went to dutch bros before i started working yeah i would go for uh i think i had past i knew pastor b mm-hmm. and so i knew he worked there but then like my friends would like wake me up at like eleven thirty at night and be like do we gotta go get stickers i'm like why like, what's the hype around these Everybody stickers? Everybody wants a sticker. And so I used to go to Grave Raves and everything like that. And then before I was working for Dutch, when um, Rosh was still at Madison, uh-huh. I went with my friend who she knew him. And I was there from, like, midnight to, like, 3 in the morning just talking. That's when, you could, that's when you're allowed to hang out. Yeah, pre-COVID, <laughs> pre-COVID. Yeah. Just, but I wasn't, like, I don't think anyone who works at – anyone, everyone who was there doesn't work at Mad now. Or doesn't work for the company anymore. So sad. R.I.P. But, <laughs> but like, I met uh, Maddie from, who used to work at Auburn. And I think Devin was working, too. I met Devin, mm-hmm. and then Arash was there. But I was, like, basically already in the stand. And I was just sitting there kicking it. 
and it was so weird because I didn't, neither of us worked for Dutch. We just knew him. And then uh, that's when I found out what, like, the mobsters were and everything. And I was like, this is so crazy. But then also I worked for a bank, and so I used to call Dutch, like, a kid job. I was like, oh, I work, <laughs> I have my adult job. I have to do this, this, and that. And then, You're uh, nine to five. Yeah, and then I realized how much nine to five suck. Hey, and that so then 4 a.m. life, it's not too bad. It's honestly not. You <laughs> sit there, Coffee well, helps. I don't experience 4 a.m. life as much as I used to, but... <laughs> They're not. They're not that bad. They're fun. Yeah, I didn't even know that. That's how you got hired. How funny. No, I got hired. Um, so when I when I went through the interview process, the first time I turned an application in, I didn't get a call back, and the second time I turned an application in, um, I got interviewed, and I was at interviews with. Uh, I think I was interviews by myself, and I went there. I didn't know how to dress. So I was wearing jeans and kind of like a polo. And I was like, this is how you he usually was. dress. But then we're at it. We're <laughs> sitting down in a park. So I was like, I'm laying down like in jeans and stuff. I'm just, we're talking. And I get called over to interview with Steve, Stacy, Nicole, and Taylor. Okay. And I don't know why I, when I met Taylor, I was like, is this like Steve and Nicole's son? Like, is that who this <laughs> is? And he's just like, but then. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> but, but then my interview was like 30 seconds long. Wow. Right. And then I, I'm leaving, and then I, I call. I really hated you. I call Sam. <laughs> I call Sam, and I go. He goes, "How did interviews go?" And I was like, "It's good." Like they're calling over, and like some people were there for like a, like a few minutes, and some people were there for like really short time. He's like, "Oh yeah, like if you were there for like less than like a minute, like you're not getting hired." Aww. And this is before I told him how long my interview was, and he was like, "How long were you talking to them for?" I was like, "Probably like 30 seconds." He's like, "Oh." <laughs> and then I applied again, and then I met Matt. I met I met Matt Coates. And I applied the second, uh, the third time, and then I didn't get called back. And then I started getting, becoming friends with Christian Larson. Mm-hmm. And then I turned another application into Jordan. That was the last time. And then I got uh, to interviews. I met Raf and everybody. And then I got hired. Nice. So you interviewed three times? I interviewed twice, but okay. I turned application in like four times. Okay. The application process is hard because we didn't always get the paper applications, mm-hmm. and it was hard to keep track of all those. It's nice that you can apply online now. Yeah, I would turn them into people. Uh, so I'm, I turned it one into Paul, and I was playing video games with like Paul and Taylor and everybody, and mm-hmm. like Zach Boyle. Yeah. But I never met them in person. That's so funny. And so Paul knew who I was because of Sam, and then Jordan. I had no idea that Jordan and Christian were married, and so I turned application. And I was leaving with Pastor B. Were they goes, married at the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had just yeah because I've only been I've only been with Dutch for like a year. Okay. And I'm leaving uh, Mans, and Pastor B goes, do you know who you just turned your application into? I was like, I have no idea who that was at all. And he's like, that's the manager of that stand, and that's also the hiring manager's wife. And I went, okay, well, I hope my first impression was good. Yeah. Because then she became a manager, so. Yeah. Nice. Now she does podcasts with you. She does. Pretty cool. Full, full, world, full you know? circle, full yep. circle. Um, so outside of Dutch, though, you... Recently, we just talked about you just got married. Yes. In September. Yes. Which is very exciting. I don't know how much of that you remember. I but remember <laughs> all of it. I did not drink a single sip. Um, but when it came to, I guess when it comes to, like, the married life, like, how's it been? How's the three months been? Because you guys have been living together. I don't know how you guys have been together for. We've been together, um, like, six years this month. Oh. So, yeah. Is it six, is it six years before or after your guys' three-month anniversary? Hold on. When's your anniversary? Our anniversary, like dating, you yeah. mean? It's in March, technically. Oh, okay. So we got married on our five and a half year anniversary, technically. But okay. we started like seeing each other, I guess, going on dates this month. Oh, that's so exciting. So, yeah. Officially, though, March would be six years. Nice. How old's uh Chris, Chris will be 32 next month. He's six years older than me. 
So you guys can do the math. Just figure out how old I am. Quick. Okay. I just make sure I just make sure you guys start dating at an appropriate time. Mm-hmm. It's like right when you turn eighteen, huh? I was nineteen. 19? Yeah, he actually was twenty five when we started dating. So now I'm the same age. That it's funny because I talked to him and he he is like he acts like when I when I was around him or I talked to him, I feel like he's only like a year older than me. Yeah, he like doesn't look like he's that old. Uh, he's and so funny though. He's like you know he's fun. So Chris, I hope you're listening to this one. <laughs> Chris, you better be listening to this he one. Better, your wife's on it. He better. It's so funny. I didn't know. Like, he loves to hear me talk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure he'll listen to an hour of this. Um, how'd you guys meet? Um, through Dutch Bros. So, okay. yeah, I went to high school with his little brother, so I knew who he was. Um, but, yeah, he kept coming through Dutch Bros, and he would tell me how all the girls, like, were so cute. And he'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, does she have a boyfriend? And I'd be like, yeah, she's married yeah, yeah, or something no. like that, you know. So he'd always flirt with all these other girls. So I was, like, not attracted to him. And um, then he kept giving me his business card and be like, let's go like ride like a razor. He does like, Mm -hmm. he has like a razor company. Um, And I was just like, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then finally I went on a date and yeah, we've been seeing each other ever since. Yeah, Dutch Bros. So he just wanted me for the coffee, honestly. Smart, smart man. Mm -hmm. Smart man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I don't see him. He he comes by Kenneth a lot i would say yeah sometimes we live kind of far mm-hmm. so he frequents like granite bay a lot like, that would be like his yeah. i guess normal stand it was funny because he would come th- he's such a recognizable truck yeah and he would come through sometimes i wouldn't even realize i was talking to him <laughs> and it wouldn't be like halfway through the order i would be like chris yeah <laughs> like, hey man and i'd be and talking he won't say like he will not mm-hmm. like tell anyone that he like knows me or anything like that but then now i feel like he now i know he knows me mm-hmm and now I'm like I'm very intentional with like. Yeah, he thinks you're so funny. Yes, he just loves you, Chrissy. Shout out, Chris, man. <laughs> at least some, at least one of you guys does. Um, I guess so. Walk us through because a lot of girls listen to this and they love hearing the love stories and everything. Uh, okay. Um, the day you guys got engaged. Yes. What was that like? What was the what did the day look like for that one? So it's Fourth of July. Of course. So you'll love this story. It was actually supposed to be the 3rd of July. I had no idea at all that this was happening. We were in Idaho for mm-hmm. like the week to like celebrate 4th of July with some of our friends. And um, anyway, the 3rd, we went out like riding and we were drinking. Anyway, I got hammered. Yeah. <laughs> and he was supposed to ask me that day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's probably a bad time to ask you. Anyway, so I was like hammered and, and all like all the guys were like, dude, what are you going to ask her? What are you going to ask her? And he... He's he was like, like what, why would I drunk. can't ask like, her I right can't now? Ask her. I can ask her anything right now. Yeah. She won't even remember it. Exactly. So it ended up happening the next day. We were out riding. We were in. We actually were in. Um, oh my gosh, Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. So um, we were, like, I guess what is that? Um, I guess we were on the border of like Yellowstone and like um, going into Idaho. Yeah. And yeah, he popped the question. He asked oh. me if we wanted to take a picture, and I was like, oh sure, blah blah blah. Yeah, and I, like, started walking away from, like, the photo, and people he were recording. I had no idea. Like, they thought they were taking on? pictures. Yeah, and he popped the question. He proposed with his grandma's ring, Aww. and I was, like, complete shock. I had no idea that, like, he was going to ask. We'd, like, talked about getting married and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but it was nothing, like, it was, like, serious, but it was never, like, I didn't think it was coming anytime soon. So, yeah, that's, that's how so he exciting. asked. Guys, she has a fat ring <laughs> like like a oh huge it looks like it was it's like half of a mountain i'm blushing Stop. it's like the same size as her it is crazy and if you guys know karina karina is not like the tallest person but her <laughs> ring and her are about the same size <laughs> well, shout out to you, you. chris that Dude, was the biggest thing like when i saw it i was like oh my god he did good 
I mean, I picked it out. Let's be yeah. real. But <laughs> I mean, he said yes to getting it. So. He was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys pick it out after engagement or before engagement? After engagement. Yeah. Because I didn't know that we were getting engaged. Mm-hmm. Do you guys so. ever do ring? Do you guys do ever do ring shopping before you guys got engaged? No. It just really yeah. was just like. Yeah, I had uh, made a Pinterest, and I was like, hey, if you ever want to know what kind of ring I want, like, follow me on Pinterest. He was like, what, the, <laughs> what is Pinterest? Yeah, pretty much. He was like, okay, whatever. Um, is he a big social media person? I feel like he's not. Not really. He doesn't really post much. He posts, he posts like, work stuff. He reminds me of, like, what a, like, the definition of, like, a country guy would be. Really? That's what, yeah, when I talk to him. Yeah, he looks some boots. That's what I'm saying. Some Wrangler butts drive me nuts, but he, you know? <laughs> But he just whenever like whenever I talk to him. But then the wedding was when I got to see the like a different side of Chris. Yeah, I don't know if he remembers everything from that night. I tell you what, I remember bits and pieces. (laughs) The parts I remember are very very strange. Have I told you everything that happened that I with me? So I heard something about you dancing with some girl. Okay, yes, I don't know. (laughs) Tell me about it. Okay, so wait, what? Do you know what she looks like? Nope. What do you mean? You know what she looks like? I know. Okay, I was dancing with two girls. Okay, that sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds bad. If the person I'm talking to is listening to this, this is eight, this is in September. Please contact before. me and let me know who you are. Oh no, 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 no. One of them had a husband, so I have a lot of married friends. I'm just curious. Yeah, I didn't know. So I don't. It was like an older lady, and we were dancing like a slow dance. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like pretty sure I grabbed her butt, <laughs> and then she went, "Yeah, my husband's somewhere around here." That is. And I was so just like, funny. "Oh." And then she was like, hey, he's like right over there. And I was like, oh, God. I'm scared. I was like, I'm in the country. And I grabbed. They got shotguns out here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Um, and then another person. I, I Oh, wait. Okay. I, I get it. See, this is the beauty of editing. I get to edit this part out. Okay. Um, okay. And <laughs> at a certain point, someone was like, hey, we just found a phone up here. That's a purple case. And I was like, oh, I think that might be my phone. And I was feeling my pockets. And she went to fill my pocket. And she just grabbed my junk. No. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> she was like, Please play she was this. Like, oh. Don't edit this part out. I have to edit the name out. <laughs> okay. But that de- Oh, that yeah, I'll leave that in. so funny. So I remember Gosh. that. I remember that so clearly. And, yeah, she was drunk as a very different human being. But then I remember I got drunk I, by I've accident. I've been drunk with her many times, and she is quite a fun time. I got so. I got drunk. Your bartenders, one of them now works with us at uh, our uh-huh. stand. Yes. Um, so excited. The heaviest handed bartenders in the history of, of weddings. Yeah. But fun time. Yeah. They were like, all the tequila's gone. Now it was like an hour in. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Jordan was out. <laughs> yeah. Cold. That was a sad one to count. see. She was yeah. so excited to dance too. So soon. I never even got a picture with her. Yeah. I'm sad about that. Like, no I memory. have one picture with her. <laughs> She's like head down. I mean, rapper yeah. just like. I, I was trying all night, like, get up. We have to take a picture, me, you, and Taylor all night. And she just would all be like, like, no, I can't. I can't. She got faded. Poor girl. Um, but yes, I didn't have many drinks, but every time my hand was like empty, like not holding something. One of the bartenders was like putting something in my it. hand. Yeah. Yeah, you so. didn't seem too. You didn't seem too crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. It was good. I didn't feel too good the but next day, but yeah, neither did I. So I'm glad I didn't show. <laughs> Chris, uh, but that's when Chris was. I think he was wearing a mullet and just dancing. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> yeah. fun time. He slapped my butt one time, oh, and I was like, I'm I was not like, surprised. I was like, yes. I was like, Chris, <laughs> we, we're doing this. We made it. He we made does it. like to slap butts when he gets drunk. We've established our friendship, and now Sounds that's like where him. we're at. Um, can you talk about the 
This is a story request from Ryan. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> last year you and Jord and Coda, and I think oh one of the person went wine tasting, oh. and Raph was your guys' driver. Yep. Can you just talk, tell that story <laughs> real quick? Because that's a pretty funny story. <laughs> I want you to know, Karina. Uh. Karina's Karina isn't an uh, an avid drinker. Like but, socially, but I do but like her, wine taste. But her stories <laughs> are so funny. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to charge you for this story. No, that's fine. Yeah, Send no, Ryan the bill. Yeah. His request. But um, yeah, we went wine tasting. It was like a girl's day um, at the stand. It was like me, Jordan, um, Dana, Dakota, I think Katie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Us. Is that five? Yeah. We all um, went wine tasting and we told Ryan. So pretty much our DD backed out. I think it was like. I think it was supposed to be like Caesar or Harlow or something, honestly. And they like backed out. And so we were like, Ryan, like, we're going to need you to come pick us up at the stand and drive us wine tasting. Um, anyway, I got shit faced wine tasting. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, I don't even remember leaving. Oh, I remember being in the last place and I was like, Ryan, I need your keys. Like, mm-hmm. I got to go lay down in the truck. So like, I left wine tasting to sit in Ryan's car. Smart, smart. And, um, all I remember, so I remember bits and pieces. I remember them coming out and I was just like puking all over like the side of like Ryan's truck. And they were like, hey, like, are you ready to drive like back home? And I was like, yeah, let's go. So we pulled, I ended up like, we're almost to the stand. We were about to get off the freeway. We were on 50 mm-hmm. coming to like the stand to like get back in our cars. Chris was coming to pick me up. Smart. And yeah. Smart driving guys. Don't yes. drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. And um, I remember being like, Ryan, you gotta pull over on Menfro, and we're like on the freeway. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't realize that like my seatbelt wasn't hooked. Yes, this, so is, like this <laughs> is the best part of the story, guys. I like leaned out of like Ryan's truck to like throw up on the side of the freeway, mm-hmm. and I fell out of his truck, <laughs> like straight on, fell out of his truck. Like <laughs> I remember ryan being like oh my god like what just happened and jordan was like karina are you okay like but they're like laughing but then they feel so bad they're like hammered and i just and i didn't throw up i think it like shocked me like (laughs) yeah the throw up like went back inside of me or something i don't know (coughs) but then i just got back up and i had like the worst like cuts on my knees and stuff I just remember they'll they'll never let me live it down. No, I remember I was working the shift when you guys came back. (laughs) And then Ryan was just like, you won't believe what happened. And then he told me, I was like, that's my mom, guys. I I really want to be the person that DDs a group of girls wine tasting. I want you to know that DDing DDing junk people is like the greatest thing just to watch. I took took Zach and Katie home during on Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I was telling this to Raph because last year I took Raph and Bex home uh-huh. and like a few other people. But I was like, I was like, you know, I think it's just a tradition that every Halloween I drive my assistant manager home after they <laughs> drink too much. But Raph was like, Raph, when he was, he was kind of, he wasn't like too bad, but he just likes talking, mm-hmm. which is like, I guess it's all Are right. Are you surprised? No. <laughs> now that I got to know him, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> but he was just talking, he was asking me like all this stuff about myself and then katie we're like driving home and i don't know i blame zach why katie w- had too much because zach had a, a fucking bottle of vodka zach drinks vodka and like uh energy drinks that's yeah. all he drinks vodka just straight but just straight he does he does vodka and then a sip of energy oh, like drink. a chaser yeah Ooh. and he i, I think mean, he, i think he could drink a whole handle 
of vodka Jeez. on his own, which is very scary. I want to see Zach drunk. Oh, he's a he's a different beast. He's a different <laughs> beast. But um, that's funny. Yeah, you get like them talking and stuff. Zach is like. <laughs> so well, how was Katie? You didn't say like Katie how she was. <laughs> Katie was chilling, but Katie was like, oh, I don't I don't feel good, and I was like, oh, I was like, Are you gonna be a pullover? She was like, yeah, and I pulled over, and I think she was just dry heaving. Like we got oh her gosh. like water, like to help. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> we're driving. We're two minutes from her house. She goes, "Hey, you have to pull over." And I went, "I went okay," and I pulled over, but I forgot to lock, like unlock my doors. And I just hear, I hear like the most frantic <laughs> grabbing of the door handle and won't open. And I was like clicking the button. I was like, "Wait!" I was like, "Stop! Stop! Stop! Stop!" And I hear, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no! Oh no!" And then I I look back, and then Katie gets the door open right in time. But oh I love telling gosh. her that she threw up in my car. Oh, my gosh. That is horrible. I have not done that. So I'm thankful for that. I had uh, one person throw up on, like, the side of it. Oh, God. I'd be pissed on the way to on a party. Car. Like, we weren't even there yet. Oh, that's a but real, yeah, party crasher. Yeah. I came to the, like, the San Andreas. That's when I was living at Paul's house. And so then I was, like, woke up. I was, like, I just want to get a coffee. I want to go. And I forgot it's on the side of my car. And I'm going walking to my driver's side. I'm, like, oh, God, it's, like, right there. And I was, like, well... I'm going to get my coffee, and I'm going to go wash my car. And I go through the stand, and uh, this is when Brayden was still working. And Brayden's like, heard you had a wild night last night. And I went, yeah. And I pointed to the back, <laughs> and he leans on the window, and he does his laugh. The <laughs> laugh. And I was like, dude. Oh, like, I love Brayden. Yeah. It smelled. <sighs> yeah. I can't imagine. I'd be pissed. I'm just saying. Any of my friends puke mm-hmm. in my car. But I love DDing. So if you guys ever need a DD, let me know. Depending Honestly, it's been going. a while since we've done a girl's wine tasting trip. It might need to happen again soon. Yeah. Are they are they doing me. wine tastings during COVID? I mean, they are like in Placerville. Oh, you like could I just live. do you could just do your own at home wine tasting. Mm, that's not nearly with at least uh six people. It would only be six people. Yeah. In the whole vicinity. Actually I want to do wine tasting. That sounds like it'd be fun. It is fun. Do you like wine? Uh, I'm trying to get into it. Yeah. It's an acquired so. taste for sure. I know. I think uh, I was told I would be like a red wine person. I'm a red wine it's sweeter, drinker. Right? Isn't it sweet? Um, I don't love like sweet wine. I like mm-hmm. like drier wine. So I feel like it just depends. See, I don't know what the difference is. I like fruity stuff. Okay. And then so then. You wouldn't like the wine I drink. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll bring you a bottle of wine with the soup next time. I'm so down. Yeah, Karina brought me soup. I haven't had any yet because we started recording. But I'm going to eat it before my shift today. Mm, yum. It's going to be it's fun. Good. I hope uh, it will be. I need to start eating healthier. No so. pressure. I mean, it's not that healthy. It's I not it's that probably, bad. It's probably healthier than what I've been eating. Is okay. it healthier than like McDonald's? Yeah, then, of course. Yeah, than anything. Anything homemade is healthier than McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess, so life before Dutch, like you said you were a lifeguard. Obviously, you were pretty young. Yeah. So then, but you're doing lifeguarding and stuff like that. So did you have any jobs or was is it like lifeguard and then Dutch? Like, is that the order it went in? Um, I was lifeguarding, and then with the same company, they hired hired me on to be, like, a CPR instructor mm-hmm. and, like, a first aid, like, teacher. So I did that for, like, two summers. It was seasonal. Um, and we would uh, – it was through the Red Cross. So pretty much we would get all of the employees that were going to go lifeguard at, like, Sunsplash. Okay. And I would teach them, like, their CPR and, like, first aid courses. Um, yeah. And I did that, like, even for, like, a year or two after I, like, got hired with Dutch Bros just because it was seasonal. Mm-hmm. And then um, – I was like, I want to be, like, fully committed to Dutch, like, grow there um, and not, like, carry on with, like, the other positions. So, yeah. Yeah. When did, when were you, like, mm-hmm. I want to own one of these one day, like, or anything like that? Because I feel like a lot of people, that get to Dutch, mm-hmm. and that's not their first mindset. Their first set totally. mindset is, like, oh, I love this place. There's so much energy. It's so freeing and stuff like that. But then at a certain point, like, 
hey, like, I think I could see myself, like, wanting to run one of these. Like, I want to grow that deep into the company. Totally. Yeah. Um, it definitely wasn't, like, for the first couple of years, like, I got hired when I was 16. Like I said previously, I probably was, like, 20 or 21 before mm-hmm. I was, like, I can, like, see myself, like, doing this, like, long term in a future. And that was when I was, like, hey, like, asking, like, my managers at the time and, like, my, like, Steve and Nicole, our franchisees, like, hey, like, what can I do to grow? And, like, getting that feedback and taking that first step. Um, I, um, back then we used to do, like, mobile, like, events where we would, like, take our mobile unit to, like, football games and fundraisers and things like that. And I got um, added to, like, that team where we would do those special events. And I loved it. And just, like, seeing how excited people were that, like, Dutch Bros was out there. And a lot of times it was donations and things like that. And just seeing what we could do and give to the um, community was super cool. I mean, there's been other situations that's made, like, this like goal something that I'm so passionate about but um like just throughout the years like mm-hmm. there's been so many things that I'm like this is why I want this like this is what keeps me like coming to work every day this is what you know keeps me wanting to grow like the crew and things like yeah. that so that they can have like the same dreams or do something else like if mm-hmm. that's you know what their goal is like Dutch Rose isn't for everybody it's hard yeah um but I want to be able to like help them get to that next level, wherever it may be, even if it's leaving Dutch Bros someday. Mm-hmm. So, and then so now we're at your regional. Yes. So then, you're like one step closer to like literally like then isn't the next step operating? <laughs> Correct. And so, if first thing is like if you could operate like where would you want to operate a stand at? Oh boy, I don't know. So I'm definitely interested in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like 500 stores like opening there in the next couple of years. Um, our first one opens there, I believe, this month, if College not this College month. College Station, right? Yeah, yep. It's supposed to be this month. I think it might be pushed back a couple weeks, like after mm-hmm. the new year. But um, Texas for sure. Um, what's hard is I have to go somewhere where my husband's like he owns his own business too, yeah. and he, we've got to go somewhere where he can like thrive and still grow in his comp- uh, like with his company. Um, so Texas would be good for him. I thought about Arizona a little bit, but um, his business is super, super competitive out there. Yeah. And they've got so many people established out there. So he would have a harder time, like, with his business. Um, but Texas, for sure. Um, we live in Placerville. There's not a Dutch Bros in Placerville. Mm-hmm. I'd love, like... It is highly desired. Yes. People want it up there. there for sure. So um, I just don't know what growth looks like there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, could I, you know open a Dutch Bros in Placerville and still have like the living that like I want to have and be um, as successful as I want to be. I don't know if Placerville is the spot. I think if you went to, if you went to Texas, yeah, at least seeing like what my mom has in Texas, like you can, I mean, be very, your money goes a lot further. Yeah. yeah, yeah. um, Out of California for sure. Yeah. Obviously like the, the money, the, well, I guess as an operator, your money doesn't change. It's yeah, it actually, it does. Um, It hasn't always been that way. It's, Mm -hmm. um, kind of been like a salary now they do it based on um gosh what's the word i'm looking for um the cost of living in your area so they'll like okay so there's some sort of formula that they do like based on the cost of living in your area that's going to affect the salary that mm-hmm. you're getting every year plus you get 50 percent profit um there's a couple oh. other things that go into that oh, wow. too. i didn't know that at all yeah and then you get a um additional 10 grand for every stand that you open which I believe you can open one every like twelve months is like typically like the rule. So I know they don't <coughs> have an uh, operator yet for the Kyle stand. The Kyle stand. There's a one stand opening up in Kyle, Texas. Like Kyle, Texas. Three like miles from my mom's house. Okay. It's kind of like a like a Plasterville kind of area. Cute. The town is. Yeah, I like that. I don't want to be like in the heart of like Dallas or anything like that. And I know that no, there's Dutch Bros definitely going in that area. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's for me, but I definitely want to be um, 
you know, somewhere mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm into the whole country thing. And yeah. I would say Kyle, city, so. <clears throat> I would say, cause it's about 20 minutes outside of Austin. Okay. And Austin is like Sacramento. It, I would say it's literally like if you open the Dutch Bros in Placer, uh-huh. but it's in Kyle, Texas. There's not a lot. I mean, there's like some tractor stuff. It reminds me of like a Lincoln or like a Placerville where oh. there's not a whole lot. There's like a very small town vibe to it, which I liked it. It was cool. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, if you Kyle get the Kyle stand, Karina, I'll take will, you with me. Yeah, I will go with hey, you. Hey, I would love that. Absolutely. So. You should have one California yeah. kid with you. Yeah, well, that would make my heart happy. That's the one thing that makes me a little bit nervous about, obviously, like leaving California mm-hmm. is like that change and, you know, not, you know, having friends and family. Yeah. Like, I feel good about, you know, making friends and family there and stuff. And obviously, the family that you create with Dutch mm-hmm. Bros. But, um, yeah, it's a little bit like. Yeah, it's scary, a little nerve wracking. You know, for sure. So, <clears throat> yeah. I think that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, Texas for sure. There's a few other places. Um, Nevada, lots of places in Nevada. Yeah. So, yeah, which is I a little closer to home than Yeah, Texas, a little easier to drive. Yeah, um, Texas is a little far of a drive. Yeah. So, we'll see. That's exciting, though. I'll keep you posted. Um, I guess one thing that was also requested that I do. Okay. Um, is it's very tough to get a genuine compliment from you. Oh you take take some time for you to do it, right? <laughs> I only know because I think it's like a it's like an ongoing thing with within at least our group. I don't know if he does it with other people, uh-huh. but I know with we're me, talking about you, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Me, you, Raph, and before it was George, and now it's Katie. Yes. So it's like, hey, can you give us three genuine compliments, yeah, and everything like that. Uh-huh. And you're always the last to respond <laughs> to him. <laughs> okay, I'm always on shift working, trying not to be on my phone. He no, asks no, no, at the no, wrong sure. time. I know he asks. But he always asks while we're working. Oh, look, he texts. Yeah, <laughs> he um, probably knows we're doing this right now. If you had, okay, can you give can you give Katie just one genuine compliment? Katie. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes, genuine compliment about Katie. She's so patient mm-hmm. and in the workplace. She's so patient, um, very genuine, like calming. I feel like she has like a sense of like comfort around her, like yeah. where she can manage really well because I think people feel comfortable going around her or going mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. She, she actually, when I first met Katie to where she's at now, she's like changed like significantly, like in a good way. Totally. Not I agree. like she was a bad way before. Yeah. But I think obviously she, she changed something about, her personal life uh-huh. and uh where she's at now she's so fun like she's like one of my favorite people to be around yeah and i think it's just really good because i think coming in at one as an assistant in that position yeah when you have to like have the backing of like your employees and stuff and mm-hmm. uh i think katie is doing better of like getting to know everyone in the crew not just like obviously when you're a barista you could have your you could have your click and everything like that but her growing and being friendly with everybody is like definitely really good. yeah it's definitely a hard position to be in like having that connection or that mm-hmm. relationship with every single person that you manage um and being their friend and their manager it's hard to balance the both it's definitely something that um you know people struggle with so yeah. she's doing a great job i agree do you, i think it's always tough too i was talking to ryan about this how like um breaking that like well establishing the barrier of like uh-huh. We're friends, but I'm also, like, your manager, too. So, like, obviously, like, a certain point you have to be like, hey, like, come on now. Totally. Um, or you can just not do anything wrong, and then you wouldn't have anything for the manager well, to be, was, like, on he, you about. It would be like, uh, and I don't know if you had this when you are a manager, where people come up to you and jokingly ask for hours. Uh-huh. And be like, hey, you know, if you could do blah, blah, blah on the schedule, like, uh, totally. And you're just like, all right, I know we're friends, but, like, I got to do what yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, 
that's something he told me that like people do or they'll introduce him as like this is my manager and he's like i'm your friend too yeah yeah um, and i get that a lot too it doesn't like bug me a ton um because i know like it's jokingly yeah. but yeah it's definitely like there's definitely been some hard days where you've had to be like okay like this is a conversation you don't want to have with your friend but you have to have that mindset of like yeah no hey, trust me are, you know yeah you know i've been there we've all been there so and i know like conversations have been had with me too by the people like that coach me and like are mm-hmm. above me and um, you know, you just got to have an open mind that th- they are your friend and th- that opinion and that feedback should mean the most to you because they want what's best for you. Yeah. If they weren't your friend, then they probably wouldn't give a shit, you they know? They would be like, do, so, do whatever. Yeah. I feel like it means more knowing that like you have that friendship with them. So. Um, now that I know this one's a hard one for you, okay. but do you have a genuine compliment for Ryan? Oh my God. <laughs> on the air? Yeah. I don't on know the if air. I can say it. Um, Gosh. Okay. So something that I love about Ryan, like genuinely, he's hilarious. I think that he like lights up every room. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like everyone can come to him. They feel really comfortable. And <clears throat> he's got like a sensitivity to him where he doesn't see everything like black and white. He yeah. sees like that gray in life. And it's something that like I definitely like admire about him because I like, you know me, I'm like super no bo- bullshit, yeah. like black and white, like, like um, yes or no. That's yeah, all totally. Like so, so I struggle sometimes seeing like you know, the gray and things. And he definitely like, you know, makes me see that. Mm-hmm. So, um, genuinely, um, I love that about him. I think he like brings a lot to like our relationship and that like I don't have. So there's things I really admire about him, like as a friend and like as a manager. So, but don't oh. tell him I like bleep this out. So he doesn't see it. <laughs> just censor the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> he censored this whole convo. Ryan, if you have just heard that, you're not allowed to talk about that. His head's going to get real big. Yeah. That's why I told him with Jordan's, I gave him like, a compliment Jordan's. And I was like, oh, God, he's going to fucking yep. go to the moon with this one. Yep. So, Ryan, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're not allowed to bring that that compliment at, at he all. He better not even tell me that he heard it. Yeah. Well, he listens to mostly all of these. Oh, gosh. And so that's it. That's what he's he's been waiting on that one. Mm. Um, it's April Fool's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. What day is it? <laughs> um, I, had a, I have, and then <laughs> I don't need one, but what was your because you trained me <laughs> yes so what were your initial what was your first impression of me when i first when you first like met me so okay i know i told you this but like you were so so sweet but you were so quiet and i was like i know you're Which just gonna like so open up surprising so much. to people but like yes i know and it, and like looking back i'm like i remember seeing feeling this like sense of like he's gonna like break out of a shell and be yeah. so crazy and like i mean i knew a lot about like your personal life and like church and like mm-hmm. I'm, like i know he's got like this personality to him, to him but he was so like nervous if you guys would have like seen him been able to like shadow like vr be a fly on the wall like during like the 12 days i trained isaiah i literally was so quiet he was so quiet and like it took a couple weeks and i think he started making friendships and it started getting like you you know you opened up but um yeah my first impressions were like so quiet still so sweet um but yeah I I I remember feeling like yeah this isn't gonna be how this is forever like he's gonna he's gonna change so uh, yeah when I when I first got there I was like I don't even know how to act I've seen different Dutch Bros people (laughs) but then I walked into this stand everyone was kind of quiet and I was like I was like okay Eric's is a definitely like chill stand compared to others that's why like no this is no offense I got in trouble before with this Jordan had to talk to me about it Um, because I used to just I used to just not talk down but I used to poke fun at other stands uh-huh. but obviously it's not the culture I'm not no, supposed to do not. that every stand has you know a culture of their yeah. own and that's and that's what know. i realized that's that's what i missed the most about covering other stands mm-hmm. is you get to kind of embrace or be in part of that their culture um, yeah they have different personalities for yeah. sure auburn was definitely 
one of my favorite favorites to go to. Uh-huh. I knew mostly everybody. Now they have so many new people. Yeah. I go through. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. I don't even know. We interview someone, and the next day they come through, and I'm like, they're like, like yeah, I interviewed you. you interviewed me yesterday, and I'm like, we interviewed like, so like 80 people you're yesterday. Like, you're <laughs> like, like <laughs> do you think when when that happens? Have there been people who like you? They go through an interview, and you're like, I'm like, I like this person ha- made like a lasting impression and stuff like that. Totally, yeah. Can you think of anyone off the top? Oh my gosh. Actually, no. Never mind. Never mind. That's actually not. I don't think. I don't think that. I want to leave that as a mystery. Okay. Because that could be bad too. Because then people would be like, I don't have a lasting impression, and then yeah. Because like, then you gotta name like eh, so many people. Yeah, I mean, we interview. Gosh, we've been interviewing. There was a point we were doing fifty. On Monday and 50 interviews on Friday. So we're doing 100 interviews a week. And it's all over Zoom, Yeah, and it's it? all over Zoom. So um, those are, I guess, a little less. Um, I think those, We have a harder time remembering. I would say yeah. we did hire a guy. Um, I don't even know his name, and I think we hired him. I'm pretty sure we did. But he, we, when you're interviewing with us right now, mm-hmm. you enter, like, a waiting room. Everybody does. Like, all 50 employees or our 50 interviewees, sorry. And we bring them in one at a time. Mm-hmm. And um, we had this guy that we brought in, and he had been in the waiting room for, like, over an hour, and he was asleep, like, on camera, like, passed out, like, leaning back in his chair, <laughs> and his microphone wasn't on yet, so he couldn't hear us. We uh-huh. were, like, trying to, like, make noise, wake him up. We were, like, okay, his camera's, or his, like, voice isn't on, like, he can't hear That's us. That's so funny. He finally opened his eyes and was, like, so embarrassed, but, like, so cool, and I think we ended up hiring him. That's he listens to this. I'm. I don't remember his name. That's a great. That's a great. Um, that's I, oh, that I one hope. I remember, and I'm always gonna remember that guy. You know. If you're that person, can you please DM me on Instagram <laughs> underscore <laughs> I all read. Yeah. I want. I want to hear that funny. story. It was funny. That but yeah, he suck. did good, and he was like, "I'm so sorry, guys. I was just taking a quick little power nap, yeah. and like, uh, we were dying." I laughing. would think for like a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. I feel like a Zoom call because with Dutch interviews, with people, I guess with now is different but before it was like they were so different from what like a regular interview looked like it totally. wasn't like you go to an office and you're in a suit all this stuff you know it was like we met in a park i was wearing uh sweatpants and like yeah. a, like a nike super shirt super casual yeah and so i feel like with a zoom call though like you can be one of the both like you could be one or the other and i know i'd probably do a funny background now oh yeah we've had some oh we've had so many interesting ones We've had some that are like selfies of them, and, and they're, then just they're like behind like, them. You're they're like, yeah. this is so awkward. Like, here's a selfie of myself, yeah. you know? Or um, we, but yeah, we've had people interview in like suits, and they're like at home on their couch. And oh. w- <laughs> this one guy we interviewed, he was all dressed up, and we we're like, do you know what Dutch Bros is? And he was like, yeah, you do like boba, right? And we were like, just applying to anything at that point. Yes. That's a guy who's just looking for and a I job. I was like, he does not know what Dutch Bros is. He has never been there. We do not do boba, so. Yeah, uh, if Dutch out, did boba, it would be... Yeah, I'm not a fan. It would suck. I mean, it would be... I don't know where we'd put it, but it would, <laughs> it would break the bank. Yeah. If Dutch Bros does boba now, I'm claiming... That's, that's Your from, idea. Strictly from this idea, that means it's I know that they're listening to this. You know, I mean, hey. I mean, never say never. There's a lot of things we have that we didn't have eight years ago that I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe we're selling this. So. You think we'll get breakfast sandwiches and DB sack? I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good hit. So An oven shift? Yeah. An hour on oven? Yeah. Really interesting. I mean, there are many ovens. It's not like you're working at like... I know. I thought it was just cleaning it. Know. Cleaning ovens suck. Yeah. I, you know, I, I can not even tell you. Oh, you don't... Never you're cleaning an oven. oven? So it's basically like... it's 
I um, mean, I think it'll just be a microwave, to be honest. It'll probably be something like that. I'm not sure, to be honest. Just, but yeah, they're um, so far they've been a really big hit at Elk Grove. I haven't. Have you tried it yet? No, and I want to. Karina, the chorizo one is so good. I I would drive to Elk Grove right now and do it. Really? Get one if I, I want to do it. We need to have like a field trip out there. I'm like try that, one of everything. That's how um me and Marcus and Raf and Harlow and Caesar. That's how we all got close. Uh-huh. Is because we'd go get soft top when it when it was yeah. being trialed out there, mm-hmm. and then we were. We called ourselves the Soft Top Boys. Yeah, cute. And then I think Sam didn't go with us one time. And then so Sam went, and then we became Gabs. And now, now we're all friends. Gabs. Um, it was created by Caesar, and it is a good-ass bitch. Oh, bad but bitch. We don't, yeah, basically. <laughs> and that's all we are. That's what that's our that's our, that's our. our. I love name. that. Hey, but remember what I told you when you got hired, that you were going to be best friends with Harlow and Caesar? You never said Harlow. Oh, what I say, Caesar. Caesar, just okay, Caesar. But whatever. And Harlow was like, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Harlow was, right was pretty new, probably at that time too. I trained him, and he was so shy too. I, I don't know tell. why you guys are all scared of me at first. I wasn't. Quiet. I was scared because I was like, what kind of impression do I want to make right now? Do I? Because I didn't know how to act. I've only worked in. Uh, I was working in uh, Nike. Bank job. Yeah, bank job in Nike. All this stuff where you, you have were to be working professional. At Nike. You have to be like. You got hired. Yeah, you have to. I, I was a salesman, so I, you have to be professional and stuff. Then you get to Dutch, and it's just like you kind of just got to be yourself. And I was just like, okay, yeah, give it time. But then we, we took a we t- went to HQ, and I think that's when I started like breaking out. I remember we were driving back, and I was with Harlow and stuff, and I'm like getting to know everybody. And on the drive back, I started. I was freestyle rapping. And Wait, was I there for that? No, but we called you. Okay, okay I so say, I feel like this is deja vu. I know you guys. Sudden. I know you guys heard it a little bit through the episode, but Karina said a couple cuss words. Karina told me during training, she's like. We don't cuss. Like I don't. I would, you'll never hear me cuss ever. And we're driving back from uh, Oregon, which is where H- the Dutch Bros headquarters is. And Karina's like on Facetime with Ryan, and Karina's just cussing. And I was just like, <gasps> I'm a sailor outside of work. I'm doing okay this episode. Ryan yeah, told me I couple. should cuss the whole episode. Oh well, Ryan saying. gives bad advice sometimes. Yeah, he is he's a like, good you guy. You should just cuss a lot. It'd be way funnier. Ryan's lucky. I've said his. I've even said his name. I don't even mention him. <laughs> Call him Chicken Legs whenever we do these. So. Oh my gosh, Brooke's so funny. No, it's exciting though. Uh, I think Steve and Nicole. I don't think they listen to these, but they want. We're gonna do one. You are. I think for the new year. I think the first episode of 2021 is gonna be Steve and Nicole. That'll be so cool. I know. And I would love to hear that. So be fun. Steve. Um, Steve did like a. Oh my gosh. Like a pod. Not a. What am I thinking? Not a podcast. Oh yeah, maybe a podcast with HQ mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh yeah, I really listened good. to it. I listened yeah, to it. it was really good. The thing is, is like I was. Like H, I know HQ does it, and I yeah. guess it's tough now with COVID. But I was like, what if, we, what if every, like area did one? That would be cool. I was pitching for the idea, but I don't know where to do it. I like it. Cool. Like see, it. Steve, if you listen to this one, I, I, I will take on that mantle. <laughs> you even got to pay. Good responsibility to have. It's really fun. Podcasting is so. This interesting. is so cool. I've never done this before, and it's see, so fun. You're so nervous. It was I just know. a natural conversation. I know. I did do shout outs. Do you know who? Do you know, do you listen to these? Hang on. Do you actually so I've listened to a few. Because there are times I haven't listened to all of them. There are times when I will say, Karina, if you're listening right now, text me this, this, and that. <laughs> okay, and well so now I'm gonna start know. listening to them. So what happened is I got on to start listening to all of them because I was a couple weeks behind. And there was like so many. There was like yeah. ten I'd missed. And so then I was like, Well, I'm never gonna catch up right now. But I would I'd say have you listened to the Marcus one? I have. Okay. Yeah. So the Marcus one's my favorite one. Um, the Kylie one and her friend Sam. That, that one just came, came out, out, right? Yeah. I haven't listened to that one yet. So those two are two of my favorites. Uh, Raph's first episode. Have you listened to that one? I don't know if it was his first one or not. Uh, I have listened to his. 
it could have been his most recent one. His his new his oldest one was one of my favorites. Him and Harlow did one back to back. Um, I don't know who else. I I think the Jordan one's nice. Yeah, I've listened to those ones. Yeah, <clears throat> I listened to the one about the wedding and how drunk she got. That one was so yeah. funny. Those are my favorites. Those are my <laughs> favorite stories. I never know like how those stories go. Yeah, because I don't want it to, Karina isn't a party animal, guys. <laughs> if you listen to this. <laughs> Karina's not a party animal. Mm. She's not like that always in public. Sometimes. I can't speak if what she's like in her home life, but that's her house. Mm-hmm. So um real quick, shout out to Jess. She's an avid listener. Jess listens to all of these. Jess Garcia? No, no, no. Jess the customer. Oh, Jess. Yeah. Uh, Kiana's friend that comes by. Is it Jess? Which Jess? Jess the customer. The she it's a large sugar free raspberry green tea. Oh, and her Jess. Mo- and her and Kelly. Mom Kelly. Yeah, Jess yeah. and Kelly. Sorry, we have a few Jesses. To these. Um Kayla. Oh, she is an avid listener. Yeah, this is I every single one. Uh, Kayla is an avid listener. Kayla. She has the two Frenchies. Two Frenchies. Purple hair, blue car. Oh, yes. She, she switches up her Rebels like every I just time. met her, actually. She wasn't a customer when I was like working at Fair Oaks mm-hmm. like, frequently, um, but now that I've been back, I met her. She used to work at the Enchanted Forest yes. in Placerville. Yes. Yes. And so she's an avid she listener. She's very sweet. Um, Anna Martinez. Hmm. She works at Auburn. Okay, I don't know. She is uh she's very nice. She's going through a lot. she's going through something pretty Aww. major right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on a podcast. Well, love but, you, Anna. Um, I'm here if you need me. My high school friend Magali is an avid listener. Hi Magali. Uh Steven, uh our Steven at Fair Oaks. Oh, Steven. And Haley. Have you met Haley? She's new. Haley's like new new. Yeah, Haley Blonde went to Yeah, she's yeah, like I Haley went to Haley Nor yeah. or something. Yeah. Um there's other people I'm missing. I always do these. Oh, Raph, I guess. Aww. And Jord, because Jord listened to this one. Love you, Jord. And I think there's, if, if I missed you, I'm so sorry. Steve and Nicole, if you listen to this one, can you guys text me just a smiley face? <laughs> Don't tell them to text me that. I'm I want not them going to. Those at the very end. Have you asked them to listen to it? I get scared because <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is something that Paul told me. He was like, you have to be careful with some of the stuff you talk about. Because my past episodes, some of them have been very all over the place uh-huh. and like it's in like, to like dutch bros and what's appropriate not, well not like, like dutch bros it's like it's just about art just your own life and yeah. everything so it's never the biggest rule i have is you never talk never talk negative about the company and what's going on 100%. at work or your coworkers, anything like that so i always do i always leave that out and if people do i just delete the episode good um smart man but it's like telling stories of like stuff like outside of work yeah some stories are kind of crazy or some... You don't want your bosses to hear. Yeah. And I so, uh, obviously, I was like, I want Steve and Nicole to listen to it. Like, Steve was giving really good advice on, like, what to do for yeah. a podcast. And I was in that meeting. Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, okay. I was like, God, if you guys listen to these, like, you'll hear, like, obviously, like, Marcus, Marcus, like, came out on one of them, yeah. which is, that's uh, amazing. I think they might have listened to that one or they know mm-hmm. about it, at least, that he came out on that episode. And, but so. then there's, like, Kiana's which Kiana's got around a lot, and Kiana talked about uh, the Gluck Gluck 9000 on it. What's that? It is a form of uh, cunnilingus. Do you know what cunnilingus is? No. Sucking dick. Oh. And so, <laughs> and so that's what we talked Kiana, about. Kiana, oh my God. But it was like it was like a podcast called the Caller Daddy Podcast. Oh, yeah, I listened to that so sometimes too. And so it was too. on there. Okay. And so then I was just like, okay. I must have missed that episode. <laughs> but these and are so like, this new lingo is like so like. I don't even understand Before it. my, or like. After my time, before my time, I are don't we know. The, we're, the, we're the same age. How you're old are you? Turning 24. Oh, uh, I'm 25, but oh, yeah, so pretty like much. Same. same, same. Um, 
But yeah, well, thanks for being on the episode. Thank you. See, you guys, it's exciting. So we got fun. her on. We got her on. She I was hope so you scared. guys like it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think people would love it. I just want more views than Ra- Ryan Rafferty. So well, that's please the goal, guys. share with your friends. Raf's episode right now is at a hundred <coughs> listens. A hundred listens. So we need to get this if one. If someone re-listens, does that count? Yeah. Okay. So every time someone plays it. Okay. So just play this he's one. It's probably repeat, him. Guys. He's probably he re-listening he's probably to it every to it right day. Now. He has like seven phones out. And probably. He's playing it. Okay. Well, I need more than a hundred listens, and I will not cheat. I won't play it like more than once. And you just gotta share it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great one. Uh, This comes out the week of Christmas, so you guys have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.